Hey there, everyone. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name's Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to review a film called Million Dollar Arm. Hmm, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> well, it's not like The Man with the Golden Arm with right. Sinatra being a heroin addict from 40, 50 years ago. This is about baseball. Uh-huh. It's based on a true story. It stars John Hamm. Mm-hmm. We all know John Hamm from Mad Men. Here he plays a sports agent. Kind of a down and out sports agent. Right. He loses some of his biggest clients. and He doesn't know what to do. Then he's in his beautiful home that he can no longer afford to pay for. And he's watching television, a cricket match. Boy, things were dull on that day, weren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. It's taking place in India and he sees these people mm-hmm. throwing the ball and he gets an idea. What if he went to India right. and found a couple of guys yeah. who threw the ball pretty well? He would set up a contest to see if the guy who throws it the fastest sure. will win the contest, come over and try out for Major League Baseball. Correct. He's got nothing else going for him. Right. So he goes to India, goes to a very small town in India, and he finds two young men who can throw the ball at 94, 96. Well, he takes along a talent scout who's played by Alan Arkin. That's right. Arkin is so funny in this role because he's such an expert and he's so experienced that he just sleeps all through the tryouts. Or he closes his eyes, pretending to snooze. But he can tell from the sound of the ball going past him how fast that particular pitcher is tossing the ball. And he always calls it, yeah, he says, "Mm, that sounds like a 53. And of course, it comes up on the speedometer gizmo there. 53 is like always right. Alan Arkin is very funny in this role, which made me remember how very, very, very funny he was at the beginning of his career in The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming some of those other things. He's, he's quite wonderful in this. So anyway, they find these two young men. Mm-hmm. Actually, they come in one and two in the contest. Correct. The John Hamm character figures out that if he brings them to America and works with them for a year and teaches them how to pitch a baseball. Well, he doesn't, but he hires Bill Paxton, who plays of a college coach, right. to train them. Yeah, he does train them. That's how the story plays out. They are asked to perform in front of all the baseball scouts. Ah, uh, but there's where greed took over. That's right. John Hamm's character didn't wait the proper amount of time. He rushed those players into a competition for which they were not ready. Right. The baseball scouts who came to see them were not at all impressed. Mm -hmm. It was irresponsible of him. He was so consumed by this concept of making money off of these two guys that he pushed them before they were prepared. Right. He learned a valuable lesson, and so did the boys from India. But this is not the end of the film. No. In films, there are always second chances. And we don't have to say any more than that. Right. Okay. Now, I think there's a nice romantic angle to this picture. That's one of the reasons why I like the movie so very much. It's not all about baseball. In order to defray the costs of living in this fabulous contemporary estate, John Hamm has a guest house in the back that he rents out to a young woman played nicely by Lake Bell. I love the character that Lake Bell plays in this. She's very smart. She's very supportive of John Hamm, but she's truly wonderful to the two Indian boys 
boys who eventually have to come and live with John Hamm, totally destroying his bachelor lifestyle. There's a lot of fun in this movie because the boys from India, Rinku and Dinesh, have to come and live in America for the first time and they have to adapt to the ways here almost overnight. There's a bit of fun there with these two guys fish out of water. But it's also fish out of water for John Hamm and Alan Arkin when they go to India. Of course. The cinematography, I might add, in India is just great because they have to scour the countryside for candidates. So every place they shoot, whether it's in these little outside obscure villages or whether they go to places like the Taj Mahal right. to hold their contest, everything is is beautifully done. They really capture the sights and the sounds and almost the smell of the food that's being prepared there on the streets of India. I just love that whole section of the film. What was interesting is that these two young men are from a very small village. They have never really left. They've never even been on a bus, let alone a plane. Right. And now they're going to put them on a plane, put them up in a fancy hotel in Los Angeles. Right. Wow. They're very sweet guys, and they want to do the right thing. I mean, these are not rebellious young men at all. They are very, very nice. Everybody in the film is nice, except possibly John Hamm. And, of course, he gets nice. Well, he plays J.B. Bernstein. While he's not Jerry Maguire, I'm going to leave that particular role to the rascally Tom Cruise. I'd say that this is kind of Jerry Maguire light. I would have to say that. He's not nearly as complex a character as the one that Tom Cruise did. That said, he's not a bad guy. He's just a little fiscally embarrassed at the moment, and he tries everything that he can to get ahead. But he's not quite as manipulative as the Maguire character, so I wouldn't call him a totally bad guy. Oh, not at all. He's just a very greedy guy. Don't be shocked about this. That happens with agents in sports and everywhere else. The whole movie is very, very entertaining. Very entertaining. I don't really care if you're into baseball, because it's not about baseball. It's about people character and relationship. I like the fact that J.B. Bernstein learns some valuable lessons in this film. He learns that just to be number one and have a great big fat bank account is not a priority. I believe that that really comes across. And it's not so sugary. It's not so yucky that you go, oh, please. I think, too, that Disney has a really good reputation for doing sports films that are really feel-good movies. Think if you look back, Disney gave us The Rookie with Dennis Quaid. Then we had Miracle with Kurt Russell about hockey. Then we had Secretariat. You know who that is. Of course. And that starred Diane Lane. So some wonderful movies from The Mouse House. Certainly I'd put Million Dollar Arm into that category. I think so too. And by the way, don't really want to give everything away. But when the film is over, sit and watch the closing credits because you're going to learn so much about what really, really happened. I think you're going to be very amazed and delighted. Yeah, it's really touching. I'm not going to say that it was a bases-loaded home run. (laughs) It was engaging. I do think that Million Dollar Arm scored a triple. So for that, I'm going to give it a green light. I didn't really know how it ended because I didn't know how it ended in real life. I had a very, very good time with it. I had a very good time with John Hamm. I have not been a huge Mad Men fan. I know it was great. I just never found the time to watch it. I was very happy with him. I loved seeing Alan Arkin do what he did. Mm -hmm. And Bill Paxton's quite good, too. Paxton was wonderful. You know, I think that we have to recognize and give credit to an Indian actor who is absolutely great and almost steals the picture. He's just known as Pito Bosch. Boy, is he terrific. 
He's funny. He's engaging. He's warm. He really, really makes the picture have a whole other life to it. Right. I absolutely agree. Because I liked it so much, I am also going to give it a green light. I think this is a film that you can take kids to. I think it's a film that guys are going to love because it's about baseball. I think it's a film that women are going to love because it's about people, people caring about other people. I just think this is terrific. I was surprised at how much I did enjoy it. I urge all of you to see it. Upbeat. Yes. I agree. So two green lights for Million Dollar Arm. We're going to be back very shortly to do another movie review. We hope you will join us for that. Until then, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you hit at least a triple, if not a home run, the next time you go to the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.